My name is Sam Wood. I am a Auckland-based lawyer. I'm currently working in resource management law. Uh, I grew up in West Auckland, Henderson. I'm from uh, urban Māori heritage. Uh, I spent most of my life out west, uh, moved over to Central with University and been here ever since. Mm. Um, resource management law. Mm. Um, what does that mean? Yeah, no. Can you break it down? Yeah, sure. Essentially, it's the legal side of planning. So it's all to do with the sort of process of resource consenting, uh, sort of managing that through uh, consent hearings mm. and sort of working through the consent hearing process mainly, I'd say. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. And you're involved in Nuwau. Can mm-hmm. you talk us through how you became connected? Yeah, sure. Um, I finished the Masters of Urban Planning uh, last year. Yeah. Um, and during my time there as a Tōkana mentor for urban planning, um, I was exposed to Nuwau um, and got involved as a research assistant. Yeah. Uh, been working with them for about just under a year now. Mm. Um, yeah, it's been great. Yeah, really enjoyed it. Yeah. And urban planning, mm. can you break down a little bit what your sort of master's project was? Yes. So my actual um, dissertation is a little bit disconnected from, I guess, the work that the New World does. I was looking at um, smart cities and what are the negative impacts of smart city technology on residents. Okay. Um, so that was sort of the, the scope of my dissertation. And it was looking at things sort of like a technological islands, uh, privacy breaches, um, and sort of the social sort of impacts on residents living within sort of the smart city scope um, and sort of how to sort of identify what these issues actually are mm. and then sort of come up ways in terms of sort of either mitigate or sort of reducing some of these negative effects. Yeah, yeah. What is a smart city? <laughs> well, that's one of the tricky questions because no one actually knows. Um, as a concept, that has been around since the late 80s, early 90s, but mm. since then it's sort of come through various different I guess, versions of Mm. what a smart city is. Most recently, the sort of idea of what a smart city is, it's a, very roughly, it's a sort of a, the utilization of AI and big data within urban planning processes. Uh, For example, a really good example is if you're out by um, the viaduct and you see those little uh, counter tickers on the cycle lanes that count how many people will cycle past. It's probably just an easy way of identifying what a smart city is or a smart city technology. It's essentially the use of this uh, digital technology to track how many cyclists are going past these cycle lanes. And the hope is for what a smart city will do is then using that information to feed real time in Mm -hmm. terms of urban processes, for example, traffic management, um, road control, that sort of thing. Yeah, right. And this is all tying into how we can mitigate the, you know, change in climate, mm. right? So yeah, so one of the sort of outcomes of or why smart cities is such a hot topic is because within that topic, there's a lot of debate and I guess academic hope in that smart cities will able to respond to some of the efficiency and resilience ch- challenges that which are faced uh, sort of challenging traditional cities for example uh ordinary city doesn't necessarily have the ability to feedback all this data and information to a sort of platform which then can be used in decision making processes but a smart city does so essentially it's just the effective use of information that's already out there just collecting that and sort of utilizing that in a helpful way Mm, okay so it's just like 
backtrack a mm. little bit uh, over the, I guess, the, the whakapapa of events mm. that have led you to linking up with Luau. Um, would you say that you are someone who's quite connected to te tai or to the environment? And, or what, what is driving your passion mm. to engage with these topics and, um, yeah, like make sort of changes in that area, both in law, both sure. in urban planning, all that sort of stuff? Sure. I think as a philosophical point of view, I sort of very much sit in the camp of a sort of ecocentric approach to the environment and that humans are part of the environment. Mm versus an anthrocentric approach, yep. you know, sort of traditional being the masters of an environment. Mm. And I think that sort of values sort of forms the core of sort of my work and what I want to do. Yeah. Um, and I think also, particularly with Newell, it was an opportunity to sort of reconnect with my sort of Maori heritage yeah. in a productive, but also I think a meaningful way mm. that has positive outcomes. Yeah. Uh, for the longest time, particularly my uh, Māori heritage wasn't actively acknowledged or celebrated. So it's been through work like Newell and my experiences at university that I've been able to rekindle this relationship. Mm. Cool. I mean, you refer to being like an urban Māori. Mm. I mean, it's... Uh, unfortunately, it's not an entirely unique experience. No. There are a lot of Māori who have been disconnected from their whakapapa. Mm. Um, there are a lot of Māori who feel somewhat displaced in urban environments. Um, and I think it's really important that um, we are in some way, shape or form able to reconnect or connect back to the environment first and foremost, mm. even if that isn't necessarily to our ancestors because we don't have the resources to connect. I suppose that the environment is like the next best thing exactly. in a kind of a way. I mean the way we see it here you know our 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 moana uh the land the whenua they are our ancestors mm. as well i think for others who might be in a similar position to you to hear of ways that you are trying to sort of reconnect by engaging in mm. these kinds of uh, movements exactly yeah to um yeah work out ways that we're going to aid the environment i mm. suppose in this sort of time of climate crisis sure. it's um it's an interesting perspective i think oh I, I think it's definitely interesting and i think for me personally it's added a bit of a bit more sort of skin in the game in the sense of mm. sort of going through this i guess amazing work for the, you know the benefit of people and communities in oceania mm. but then also having a sort of a personal sort of interest in terms of just rediscovering myself yeah i think it's just been like a perfect marriage of sort of you know mm. p uh, positive environmental outcomes but also sort of learning a bit more about my identity yeah it's nice that Nuwau has been you know a way forward for mm. you in that area in terms of the the, the climate change crisis that we're in mm. we're finding ourselves looking back to indigenous knowledge systems exactly. to mm. inform how we're going to move forward mm. um and so I do find it very admirable that despite not knowing specifics, you are reconnecting with uh, that side of you mm. and you're using it um, in the means that are possible to you, um, in the sectors that you're working yeah. in, in law, in urban planning, um, all of that stuff. Mm. Um, yeah, to 
to help, I guess, Papatuanuku. Yeah, the yeah. whenua. Was there anything uh, in terms of your mahi? Mm. Um, any significant projects that you would like to sort of speak on? Anything that you felt sort of proud of being involved in? Mm. Um, anything in the works that um, you're excited about that you can speak on? Yeah, <laughs> I think in terms of the, the things that I'm probably sort of most excited about is some of the projects that I've sort of been on the periphery for with Newell. For right, example, yeah. working with the, sort of the Kiribati people yeah, in terms yeah. of the climate change adaptation plans, yeah. uh, sort of in the background, sort of researching and going through all the different transcripts and sort of being part of that monumental effort has just been incredibly rewarding, mm. I think, personally, yeah. And yeah. I think it's also uh, rewarding in the sense of being able to assist in this area and sort of get really involved with these communities as a way of sort of almost like giving back to my indigenous identity. It feels yeah. like it's a reconnection, but also in some ways sort of being active and proactive and ensuring that similar things don't happen yeah. in other places. Yeah. So, yeah, moving forward, what do you kind of hope to see mm. for the future of yourself, but potentially mm. for, you know, if you were to have children mm. or... Uh, grandchildren sure. you know, what do you hope to see for them in so, like the roles that you work in right sure um, what changes are you wanting to yeah. see in there that are going to impact sure those that come after you I think the biggest change I'd like to see is how the sort of planning cha- uh, processes and sort of decisions are undertaken so rather than such a top down approach from experts and consultants sort of coming into communities and telling them hey this is what you need we're going to do it for you i'd like to see a much more bottom-up approach in terms of actually engaging with these communities on the ground level seeing what their needs and sort of wants are for the future and having them being directly involved in the decision process and plan making decisions Mm. i think that is definitely the way forward rather than sort of the traditional sort of you know experts know best we're going to tell you what to do approach Mm. and i hope particularly in terms of the environment, um, environmental decisions, that sort of way of decision-making takes a preference, particularly because a lot of sort of the process of the environment start at the very small individual level, but, Mm. you know, of course, interlinked in this very complex sort of mechanism. So I think having the sort of recognition that what happens on the ground is usually the building blocks for the bigger picture is very important within these sort of I guess processes yeah yeah it's it's about giving those who are going to be most heavily impacted by climate change mm. the agency exactly right, yes. to be able to make changes within their own communities mm. Mm. exactly yeah. good answer Thank you.